understand that you will be put in challenging situations. Having that resilience, I think, is really important and is challenging to accept. And I think it's going to become more challenging over the next 10 years as we, we transition into a different energy mix and a different energy market. This is Life at BP. Conversations with inspiring people with inspiring stories. Conversation about their life at BP and beyond. I'm Pratibha Rakisami, your host for the Life at BP podcast. In this episode, I'm speaking to Ollie Grimston about his journey from a small town just outside Middlesbrough in the UK to becoming chief of staff in one of the largest oil producing fields in the world, in Iraq. Oli talks about his introduction to BP as a graduate, taking up a role in Iraq just before the world went into lockdown, and reflects on his biggest learnings over the last six years at BP. And today, he joins us from his office in Iraq. Welcome to the Life at BP podcast. Thank you for chatting with me, Oli. So Oli, I was looking through your bio yesterday in preparation for the podcast and saw that you are from a small town just outside of Middlesbrough. Yeah, a lot right? of people don't know where that is. So yeah, it's, uh... I didn't either. I had to look it up. And um, I'm super intrigued to really track your journey from that small town to where you are now in Iraq. Um, but before that, what attracted you to the energy industry and BP specifically? Yeah, it's interesting going from, well, if you think from a small town, it's Middlesbrough's industrial town. So I think BP did have at some point one of the terminals up there. But um, yeah, I would not place myself in Iraq six years on. Uh, you know, I went from I went from Middlesbrough to I went to the University of Leeds first. Um, I slightly moved slightly south, not too far, you know, close enough to home and then uh, but close, further enough away to be able to, you know, to, to get away from home. But and then after that, I decided I want to move down to London. And then a couple of years on, and then I'm, now I'm out based in Iraq. Although I don't live permanently out of here, it's, we rotate. But it's, um, yeah, we I spend at least half my year out here. Um, so it's, it's quite significant. And since COVID, I've actually spent more than half my year. I think I spent more time in Iraq than I have in uh, the UK this year. So it's been uh, an interesting uh, story over the past four months. Absolutely. You started this role just before the world went into lockdown. And you also transitioned from a technical role into a people management role. How was the last four months been for you? Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting because we went from, so I came in on the 29th of February, I think it was about the 29th of February, and you could sort of see it sort of starting, the cases started increasing in Iran, which is obviously next door to Iraq, and then also in Italy. So I knew something wasn't particularly looking good. Uh, they brought in extra checks over here, but within two weeks of me transitioning from my technical role as a petrophysicist to coming in as chief of staff, uh, the world has sort of collapsed. So two weeks later, uh, all the flights have stopped, all the borders were closed. There was no chance of getting back to any home country. So, and then I've been put in this brand new role where you've had, basically it was crisis management for at least two or, you know, two or three months. It sort of calmed down a little bit now, but yeah, it, it was uh, interesting. If I think it's a word thrown at the deep end is probably the best way to describe it. So um, working with the governments, working with the, you know, 
BP's crisis management team, BP's health team has been it was fascinating. It's probably where you learn the most skills when you get put in a situation where you nobody knows how to react. So it's uh, yeah, it's been fantastic learning curve, but um, difficult at times. I bet. Now reflecting back on the start of your career, you started off as a petrophysicist um, in the graduate program. What attracted you about this area of work? And can you explain to me in very simple terms what the role of a petrophysicist is? So coming from a, so I came from a physics background. So I did my uh, bachelor's in pure physics. I did a little bit of medical physics, which was some imaging side of it. But yeah, I went from a pure physics background and then I applied uh, for a job at BP. I think it was third year of university. Um, I was interested in the job description site. It seemed quite interesting in terms of being able to del- deliver energy and understand how we uh, deliver efficiently deliver and produce oil and gas around the world. I thought, oh, that seem- seems quite interesting in terms of what I want to do. And then um, they requested me to do my master's degree to gain a bit more understanding of how uh, the, sort of the geophysics, petrophysics uh, worked out and a bit more about the oil and gas industry. So I applied um, I actually went back and did my master's degree and BP sponsored me, so which was fantastic because I, I definitely couldn't afford to uh, pay for a <laughs> pay, pay for a degree, a uh, master's degree. But yeah, it was fantastic. BP put the, the, the trust in me and sponsored me to do that. And then, um, yeah, petrophysics is, if you split the two words up, it's petro is rock in Latin and physics is how things work, the nature of everything. So it's understanding how fluids, how the mechanics of reservoirs work and how that uh, how physics interacts or the physics of the fluids and rock interact. So it's really, really fascinating going from a sort of a physicsy background into more of a, a engineering, but still applying that physics um, in the job description. And then as you transition more to a, uh, into a business sort of role it's how you apply that to a business setting and how we understand the safety aspects as well as the um, how to make money at the end of the day uh, with using the skills from that role so brilliant and you've done a lot of um, petrophysics related jobs across the last um, five years or so and one of the things that I notice and I've heard when I speak to other graduates is graduates tend to do a lot in a short span of time. Yeah. Is that because the program is designed this way or is it up to the individual? I think it's um, a bit of both. The challenge programs changed over a number of years and it keeps evolving. So one of the things I've noticed though, even over the past couple of years, it's become, it's become more flexible now from what I've seen from the graduates. I believe it's a bit of both, but I think they've tailored the graduate program to be a little bit more flexible and it really helps you you know, gain as many skills as possible throughout the number of years you're in the graduate program for the first three or four years. If you were to reflect on the last five years, especially on some of the choices and decisions that you had made about taking on some roles and not others, did you always have a clear idea at the time that you would want to move out of a technical role and eventually 
move into a more uh, people management related space? I don't think you can always define a, a pathway of where you're exactly going to be. I think it's more about you take the opportunities when the opportunity arises. So um, putting your name out there to do more abstract, you know, things in, in terms of your job, being available to you know, be flexible um, does help that. And then asking to do certain tasks or um, certain, getting certain experiences help significantly in terms of the way you drive your your career path so i mean i've had some amazing experiences with mvp being places that i would never have thought i'd be you know never think i would go um so that sort of having that experience is just fantastic and going back to before you joined bp um you know the the graduate market's pretty competitive and you know, people are really looking to see what can I do to put myself in the best position to land a, a role in, in a company yeah. that I want to. Did you do anything to prepare yourself to just put yourself in the best position possible? I think the most important thing, I, I think obviously you need to get your studies in order, but it's work experience. And I, I say time and time again to people, it's not about the type of work experience it is about doing work experience whether that's working bar whether it's working a restaurant hotel working even supermarkets even schools anywhere like that you know anything you can volunteer yourself um and do i think that is the best you know work experience is just doing any kind of work you learn how to build relationships with people you learn how to uh, build a good work ethic and you gain skills that you never think you would from from those sort of em employment so I think being available to do any kind of work um, is is important rather than a certain you know certain job type so and how did you find the selection process because that's also quite robust especially within BP did you do anything specific to prepare for that um, process it's interesting. I bet it's changed quite a lot since I've done it. <laughs> but um, I think the most important thing is is understanding um, BP as a company. What's our values? What's our purpose? Um, you know, why why do you want to work for BP? Um, being enthusiastic. So, but it's being able to you know show why you're interested in the job you're applying for. Um, any you know, most people with enthusiasm will will go on to to do good things i believe in terms of being able to deliver because you want to do you want to do the right thing you want to do that job so i think enthusiasm i rank this is my personal opinion but i rank quite highly in terms of when applying for jobs and wanting to work for a company so showing that enthusiasm is really important it's quite related to having the right mindset right to Correct, yeah grab the right opportunities and to be available and i think that is quite similar to what you're talking about when you say enthusiasm yeah. um yeah i completely agree um and i think that's applicable not just for graduates i think with the world the, the way the world's going all of us have to have the right m mindset to really shift and adapt ourselves so uh, i think it's a great yeah. point um so the other question is to think about the transition right from full-time work yeah. to 
full-time no full-time studies to full-time work um and that's a big shift um i remember my mum used to call me when i was just finished uh, university she used to kind of say should i just give you a call to wake you up in the morning <laughs> just so that you're on time to work yeah <laughs> uh, and uh yeah she definitely didn't have much trust in me by the looks of things but um the transition is is quite an interesting one and and potentially a challenging one how did you find that transition firstly and the other part of this question is what did you do to gain help or support to find your voice or confidence because you know you're probably the youngest person in the room in many situations as a graduate yeah yeah it's interesting because i had the same problem as it said yeah i tell people that probably the worst the hardest transition is going from waking up maybe at nine or ten o'clock to actually having to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning and then try not to have a nap in the afternoon and getting through to five o'clock but um (laughs) once you get past that uh, i think i think bp as a company is really good for um bringing people in and making them feel part of the family i think that's that's really important um again people don't expect uh, everybody to know everything you're you're a new person coming into the company that's for graduates as well as the experience hire so it takes you i'd say six months to a year to understand all the acronyms that go on around the energy industry um so that takes a bit of time and then they've got a good amount of training program to get you up to speed of on the sort of areas that you're interested uh, in terms of technically or uh, soft skills but also I think the most important thing is be yourself when you come to work. If you start putting on a persona that isn't you, uh, it doesn't help in the long run. I, I definitely bring, I, well, I believe I bring myself to work. Uh, so I think that's one of the most important things I can tell people when, even in the interview process, if you ever get, go for an interview, just be yourself. Um, and then people respect that just as much as you know anything else. And what has been your biggest learning from transitioning from a technical role into a people management role, especially in another country and potentially managing a lot of people from a different cultural background as well. Yeah, I think technically you're very focused on um, a certain area. So you you understand that really well, or you you gain a good understanding of of the, the technical expertise in that area. And then stepping outside of that and going into more of a people business facing role where you you see the whole organization, you, you see everything going on, you understand anything from finance to operations to uh, subsurface, because obviously working an oil based asset, but you start to understand how every, all, all the pieces connect together um, and how to manage the business, which is, I find quite fascinating. So you, it does make you step back and think, how does the business, this is how the business runs rather than, you know, you think your your area is the special part of the uh, organization. And then you take a step back, you think, wow, all of it needs to work together rather than just my area. So you really do appreciate on, on sort of the uh, how big a, an organization it can be and so even even in part of an asset or a country so you, you do get that appreciation for it what was the appeal about the middle east for you and iraq in particular 
you get placed and you get moved around as, as well in the graduate program. And then um, in terms of me working out in Iraq, I'm, I came out here in beginning of 2018. So I've been here two and a half years now. I'm in my second role out here. Um, it, it's just a fascinating place to work. Um, you would never have thought I wouldn't, like I said, six years ago, I would never have thought I'd be working and traveling out to the asset and being part of of what they deliver in terms of the the government as well as the economy. You know, the, the field that I work at generates 40% of the their um, country's GDP. So, yeah, it's it, it's it's fascinating in terms of being able to deliver that and help the government deliver that. What I really like about working here is that we've nationalised 95% of the workforce is Iraqi. There's only 5% expats. And I think people think there's a lot of expats out here. For the yeah. organisation, I mean, we are only a, an expat strong team of maybe around about 300. So, so we rely a lot on the Iraqis and that's part of our our purpose of being out here is to nationalise and to help train up the Iraqis after a number of years where they didn't have any international people here or international technologies. BP brought that to Iraq and it's one of our key reasons why we're here. That's why it's, you know, it's most interesting is that you can't, it isn't just uh, expats in there doing all the work, the Iraqis are doing the work and it's for us to be able to influence uh, the way we do things. So I think that that is probably even another skill, really, when you think about it. Being able to influence people is is really important. Working in a non joint venture, so BP leads the leads the uh, asset, but we don't. Uh, we're not the operator. I mean, I've got to know the Iraqis as friends. Um, so I, you know, and that's again, that's one of that's because I I enjoyed that. So the people on my team became not just work colleagues, but friends. I mean, I'd definitely have them over if they ever got a, a visa over to London. I'd definitely have them to come and stay because we're actually, I'm actually really good friends with them. So I think uh, having that, you know, bond and understanding from somewhere from a different country, you know, it's, it's really, really good. It's hard to put your finger on it, but when you see an opportunity from a different country that you've never worked up, you've never been in or you never worked in before, it's really, I don't know, I just find it fascinating to go into sort of that, that position. Just why not try it out? What are some of the things that you found particularly challenging during your time at BP? One of the most difficult things is being able to be resilient. Things are changing all the time now. So, I mean, I've been through already in, this, in so many years, I've been through two cycles of boom and bust in the oil industry and then we've got the energy transition coming in uh, now so you've got a mix of energy renewables is growing so you have to learn to be resilient understanding how you develop skills across the organization as well as within your technical discipline or whatever your discipline is so being able to be resilient uh, understand that you will be put in challenging situations Having that resilience, I think, is really important and is challenging to accept. And I think it's going to become more challenging over the next 10 years as we, we transition into a different energy mix and a different energy market and um, a different world with the pandemic. So I think, yeah, I think resilience is definitely something, an area where it is, I find, quite challenging. 
So that leads perfectly into, you know, our new purpose and our ambition, really. Yeah. I think on top of all of that, we are probably at the starting point of the biggest transformation an energy company is going to go through. Yeah. And you've touched on it briefly, but how does that affect your role and your future within BP? Before, it felt like the, the, the industry as well as, you know, a lot of the oil companies, oil and gas companies, didn't seem to be transitioning quickly enough. But BP's really taken that step now and said, we're going to accelerate this. So being able to new, to learn new skills, working in a new area of the business that you probably would never even thought to work in, as well as had the chance to work in, is is really exciting. So I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how BP grows those different businesses that we haven't been involved in or have a very small sharing over the next well, ten of the next decade. And then in terms of my discipline, we'll be very much focused still on the subsurface side. However, with myself transitioning, I've got I'm starting to get, gain uh, gain skill sets where you can maybe broaden out of where I started with when I first started in the company. And I think that's really key is that as we transition, how do you develop a skill set that is not just niche to your discipline, but could be used elsewhere within the organization. And I think BP's become starting to become more flexible about moving throughout the organization in, into different roles as we, we start to transition because we'll need skill, different skills within the in the next 10 years than we when we, we don't even know about at the moment. Yeah, and I think it's not just within BP, right? The world, the way yeah. in which the technology is advancing, um, I think that's what the reality is, that we don't know what skills are required in 10, 15 years, yeah. and we all have to sort of adapt and be nimble and be yeah. open to learning new skills. Yeah, just to add, there's also ways how you decarbonize the the oil or the CO2 from the oil and gas. So I know BP's looking at areas such as carbon catch from store. I know they've got from my hometown, Teesside, they're building the first net zero. Uh, so BP's uh, is part of a joint venture and BP's leading that joint venture as the lead contractor there. So again, it's going to be a mix. It's not just we're going to have solar and wind, but we're going to have a mix of different types of energy and how we decarbonize that kind of energy is going to be important. If you were to think about two or three things, whether it's attributes, we spoke about mindset. Yeah. What enables somebody to thrive within a company like BP? This is my personal view. Mm -hmm. I think we're a global company and we still will be a global company over the next, you know, next, well, hopefully forever. And being able to understand people's cultures, I found um, very, I, I would think is very important. You say, it's, it's fascinating when you go and work in a different country, you you start to understand more about your culture and how you react to something, as well as what you think might think is a priority for, for yourself, culturally, might be a different priority for uh, another culture. And the way you react and the way you you get people on side and work together is, I found probably the, one of the biggest learnings over the past you know two years working here is that Understanding what drives people, what motivates people is going to be really important. Having that 
cultural awareness as well as emotional mm. intelligence is is becoming more and more important when leading people when working together with people in the team so having that those sort of skills is going to be you know i i think it's going to be even more important as the world becomes more connected do you have any other countries in your sort of future in a list good, of countries that you do <laughs> <laughs> you, you want to work in i've quite enjoyed the middle east but i'll have to leave it after leave here at some point i think um maybe going back to the uk at some point but again uh where is bp it changes all the time i wouldn't mind working in azerbaijan that's quite a cool place to work um it depends when they open the borders up <laughs> but uh it's uh and, or even thing. australia yeah exactly so i mean there's there's countries all over the world and you can name so many i think bp plays a big part in the middle east but also has a big part to play in america and um africa and you know egypt's quite another big region of bp that they they treat that as north africa sort of region but yeah it's uh anywhere really anywhere that the opportunity takes you you should uh, put your hands up so we'll see we'll see great well on that note thank you so much for your time ollie it's been absolutely brilliant talking to you and good luck on your new role <laughs>